Welcome back, everyone, to another YouTube live show here at the Slab Stocks YouTube channel. My name is Aaron, your host, joined by Nate once again. And also, we already have Ziggy and Nathan and JNS and that T206 guy in the chat. So welcome, hey. everyone. And uh, you all saw the title to today's video. We are talking about NFTs, non-fungible tokens, for the first time on YouTube live, uh, you know, a month or so back. Top Shot went through a massive boom and wave, and everyone's talking about it. And now no one seems to be talking about it. But did you not what? to just just quickly? Did you see the whole new thing about Top Shot? Did you see no. that email? No, they sent, they sent out an email, and um, I didn't read the whole thing, so I, I'm paraphrasing here. Sure, um, but it looked like to get to be able to buy in the future. They're going to look, take snapshots of your collection as they go through. And if they don't think that you're an actual collector, they're not going to allow you to buy packs. So if they think that you're like flipping within like two days or three days or something. I don't know. I would have to look at the email again, but it, it was it was interesting. That's for Is sure. Is it just me or does that kind of like I get why sometimes you do that to make it seem like that you're trying to obviously like be like, oh, you know, we really want to create a collecting base. But. Doesn't that push out like 90% of people are buying the packs? Probably. And and again, again, I'm paraphrasing. Um, it could be, it could be uh, you know, me saying the wrong thing here, but I have the email up. Um, I well, I'll, take a I'll start this start. off. And if you find something out, you let us know, okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. We are talking Tops NFTs because Tops announced today that they are coming out with their first nft collection non-fungible token and we're going to talk about is it worth the buy is it worth the investment you've heard us here before nate and i are card guys we are not digital collectible guys but it's worth exploring this because tops made this announcement and this is definitely big because every single year for the past you know however many years 70 years now they've been the baseball card it's like you know they're very classic like you you can already tell just how they release products over the last five years they weren't as like aggressive as Panini, let's say, and catering to like the sneaker people, as I would say, you know, and then kind of the 582 club might have helped some of that with game. Actually, that probably protected against it, to be honest, still got people product for cheap if you got the membership. But uh, yeah, it, it's pretty interesting here. And all of this kind of sparks off of the public announcement. So Tops announced about a week ago now, not T Tops announced it, just, you know, article through all these finance pages. The Tops is going public through a SPAC deal uh, where Tops would get bought by a capital group that then transitions their NASDAQ stock sign into the Tops stock sign. And the company or the, the capital firm for that was uh, MUDS Money Sign, if you want to look it up that way. But let's keep it going here. So Tops in 2007 was bought for $385 million and then it got taking the public market at 1.3 billion valuation, which is crazy. And we also put up an article on slabsocks.com slash blog if you want to read about how it affects the sports card market more so after the stream. But we're going to talk a lot about it on the stream too. So you might not have to read the, the article by the time that's done, but it's Murdoch Capital Acquisition Corp. And then we put up an Instagram post about possible outcomes. So I put this together from the article and – Number four, or sorry, number three was probably the most obvious one because they kind of announced it in the whole blast out that they're going to be really chasing after these NFTs. 
and uh, digital collectibles. But uh, I also thought the potential or possibilities would be, you know, competitive high-end brands. They don't really have too much competitive competitiveness with Panini when it comes to, like national treasures and flawless and immaculate. I just feel like tops between their like definitive dynasty and museum collection doesn't even come close to the brand power that Panini has. And they really, I think, need to re-look at how they're making high-end brands and potentially use some of the funding uh, to take that to the next level. I also think that could lead to license competition in the future. Basketball is going to be tough to get the share of, but I think NBA might be willing to listen given that the market's so much bigger than it was in 2012. And then three, launching NFT projects, which we'll get into more in a little bit. And then also exploring non-sport licenses. I mean, how can they not make a Disney Pixar Tops Chrome set? I would buy so much of that. I literally think I'd be broke off of that set alone, which is crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, they could do a lot with that. All right. So that kind of arrives us here at our first talking point, which is the actual release of these NFTs. They announced it today. Today was the announcement. I will show this slide one more time in a, in a little bit. But first, let's look at what the actual stock sign did. Uh, the ticker, it went from, so a month ago, it was trading around $10, the uh, murder capital acquisition. And now it's up to $12.49 as of the end of today. And that's just after hours up to $12.88. And if you look at the one or the five-day trend here, so it went from around $11 and what was that? Maybe 20 cents. It dropped back down to $10.60. They announced this morning the whole NFT thing, and it literally rose, you know, 15% in the matter of one day. So the NFT acquisition or the NFT announcement definitely is like, it's kind of funny because on one side, I hear a lot of collectors and on Instagram stuff saying, oh, this is dumb. I went buy this, da, 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 whatever. But when it comes to the actual stock, this only boosted their stock further because clearly the people who are getting involved in this for the monetary reasons thinks that this is going to be big for them. For the monetary reasons so let's get to the actual talk about the nfts because that's why we're here two packs are being released one's a standard pack one's a premium pack the standard pack comes with six cards only it's five bucks a pack there's fifty thousand packs being made and there is your percent odds of getting the different tiers so you got 78 percent chance of a common i guess of a given card 16 percent chance it's an uncommon four percent it's a rare under one percent it's a super rare and then you know, a quarter of a percent, it's an epic. And if you look to the other side, the premium, the odds are much better to get a rare, a super rare, an epic. But you also have a 4.44% chance of an epic exclusive and a 0.04% chance, 0.04% chance of a legendary exclusive. And all of you are like, why the heck would I care about what a legendary exclusive is? Well, we will show you in a little bit. And that's $100 a pack, and they're making 24,090 packs of that. And they make them look real cool with, like, the gold-plated thing. But wait, let's – before we go and show off what this series is. What? Do they come with dinged corners? <laughs> Probably like, not because I'm – You can pull it out of the pack, and the NFT has a dinged corner on the top, like, real They top. should. They should make that a rare one. cards right there. They should make that a rare one. But here, here's the thing. They announced the public thing a week ago and announced new NFT projects. When I heard that, I'm thinking, oh, man, they're going to make some really cool-looking stuff with some really cool art, some baseball stuff that's tied into it, maybe through some baseball licensing because of how close Tops is obviously with MLB, and make something really cool that's really new and really fresh. And then maybe, yeah, it has a chance. And then what they're going to do is potentially make 
tangible cards that go with the digital card. Like Panini is done with the blockchain. And at that point, I thought this could be wildly successful if they did that. And if they actually brought the tangible aspect in with the digital aspect to really give this a reason for people to look into. When they come out and announce that they're just printing Tops Series 1, but via the images that they actually made the cards with, most likely. Nate, what are your thoughts on that? Literally, it's Tops Series 1, but it just feels like it's the same exact thing they've done in the past with their Tops Bunt app. Other yep. than which will show the legendary exclusives and some of that stuff, which are a little different. I feel like you need to make a really cool new set, new vibes type of thing. To well, I'm sure, I'm sure they will. I'm sure this is just testing the waters and getting something out there quick. Because they already True. have all the images and everything, right? So that that's that's the other thing. I was really surprised it was within a week of the, the whole uh, going public thing. But that's probably why. You know, it's because they could get to market quickly with this. And the way they're doing this is MLB and Tops Digital are going through a place called Wax, Wax NFTs or Wax underscore IO or potential something like that on Instagram if you want to look it up. They do a lot of different digital art NFT stuff already, and then they're going to be hosting the sale of all of these. So I got this little image here, but this is really to tell me to let's take a look. Let's go look at the promotional page for these NFTs and see what the heck is going on. So I'm going to stop sharing that. I'm going to start sharing the promotional page and let's look at it so here we go top series one comes to wax april 20 so april 20th is the day this is releasing and you already see here that is literally probably the exact same image for the fernando tatis card in series one and then we scroll down and you kind of got a little bit of a foil vibe going out the anthony rizzo can you see that nate can you see mm -hmm. kind of shimmering back and forth yep so you got that, and then you got the gold foil, which is the uncommon of Garrett Cole, and then the insert of Mike Trout. All right, so let's keep going down here. They're going to show a little bit more of what you get out of these packs. We already showed that, $5, $100, which is kind of crazy. Like, you got the standard and the premium, that's 5 and 100 But, I mean, I guess it's kind of like sports cards, right? You got the really low price boxes and the really high end. All right, here we are, here we are. This is what you want to see. So this is what's going to be in all the packs potential. So we got the common, which is just the base card. We got yellow, which is our uncommon, which is like a gold foil. The rare is like a foil, and it moves. They have that's autographs. Kind of cool. They have digital autographs. Oh, that's so, as stupid as can be. I, I know. Freddie Freeman digital autograph. Jose Abreu epic, which is a red ink auto. Epic exclusive. So let me zoom in here. Do you see how there's a little bit of like the 70th anniversary going on there? Oh, it's moving. Yeah. Yeah, it's moving behind the card. So that's the limited to 70. So there's only 70 of, 70 of those out of all 49,000 whatever packs or 24,000 packs. This is the epic exclusive, number 76. So the Independence Day is moving. Independence Day is moving. And it's also changing colors, which is pretty cool. Byron Buxton uh, having a great season so far. And then we have the legendary exclusive one of ones. So this is limited to one. And it appears to be an autograph, digital autograph with the 70th moving, and it kind of looks like the platinum slash black in the background. And then we also have the legendary exclusive, which it doesn't say anything about the numbering, but I'm assuming it's, assuming it's limited to one, and it's just the you know 70th uh, the throwback tribute set. And then you also have this event exclusive, which I believe is this burn-to-earn thing where you get five base cards and you can burn it to get a, one of these 52 Redux cards. But yeah, and then I guess that there's going to be some type of app 
deal with this where you're buying, you're selling, you're tracking who's ownership, cool. the ownership record, the trading history. And it's going to be the marketplace for these things through wax. Uh, so this is what it is. For those of you wondering, this is what it is. And I saw some comments in here. Let's see here. J- Ziggy said, uh, there's a huge difference between digital image and NFT. Blockchain ownership is key. So I do agree there that these are backed by blockchain. You get the digital ownership. You're the one that owns it. You can track where it's going, all that stuff. Um, but to me, blockchain, digital, it's an image on a screen. You know, I, I'm not crazy about it. But Nate, what, what are your thoughts on this release? And more particularly, less about you thinking, do I want a digital NFT? Or more thinking, is this worth the buy if you're someone into this? Um, obviously, obviously, there are people into it, right? You look yeah. at Top Shot, there's people. So there's definitely going to be people that are into this. And they're going to, I mean, I like the fact that they've got moving backgrounds on the cards. And it's not just an image. It's, you know something a little bit more. Right. Um, and so while it's not for me, I understand people's appeal and I could understand, you know, uh, running promotions where you go to a live MLB game and you get a chance at winning uh, a one random seat of an inning, once a pack or something, that type of thing. And they could run all sweet sorts of sweet uh, giveaways and you can get it on your phone and you can trade with people and, you know, you don't have to, all I'm trying to say is I don't hate the idea. It's not for me. I don't hate the idea. Yeah, I don't think it's for me either, but I will tell you this. I think anyone out there who's into this thing and you can buy a pack for $5 and it's the first series that Tops ever released, why would you not? You know, like to me, this seems like something that people love to hinge themselves on first series or first releases. If you're a Tops fan, if you're an NFT fan, I'm sure that this has got you going today. Like you're excited. You want to get one of those ex- epic exclusives. And even more so, I think that the secondary market for some of those video ones is going to be kind of crazy. Um, I think if there's ever a way to tie some physical video to the digital on your computer, I've seen some places that actually take NFTs and like kind of frame them and plays a video through it. I think people could be into that, you know, like, It'd be kind of cool to have a Yelich like epic exclusive. I don't know. It just would be if I can have it in my hand too. But I don't know. I, I think that there's something here. I would I buy. I don't think I'm gonna be buying any of these packs. I don't see a reason why I would. I have more things that I'd rather spend my money on. And I, I definitely get, go ahead. For me, the only reason I do it is because the way everything is going, I feel like 20 years from now, we're gonna be looking at digital cards as you know. The, the big thing, right? And uh, you'd probably be happy to be sitting on a 2021 top series one Mike Trout, even though it's not anywhere close to being a rookie card. It's a rookie NFT, if you will. And uh, people, people love to get those things that they can write into their eBay listings, right? Rookie yeah. NFT. Yeah. And so if you have that and you have your stupid little NFT wallet or whatever, and uh, you can put it in there and forget about it and open it up in 20 years. And all of a sudden you're sitting on like $2,000 because people are crazy. Hey, that's just where I think it would probably go. And I think Ziggy's right here. Will these sell out? Yes. Will these sell for more in secondary market? Yes. Will these hold value for years? No clue. I agree with that. I think that these will sell out. I also think that 
Most of these will sell for higher in the secondary market aside for probably the commons, you know. But any of these epic exclusives, whatever you want it. I guess to me, the dumbest thing is actually the digital autograph. The coolest thing is actually the video that they design. Um, I think, I, like, I think a digital autograph is so dumb, but that's it's, just me. It's ridiculous because yeah, it's, you know what? Autographs are already kind of stupid. It's just pen on paper, but the idea behind it is that the guy that has the card touched the card, right? You know, that's kind of cool. Yeah, or, uh, or even for a sticker, he at least signed it. Like he at least yeah, was with, there. Without it. that, it, it's no better. It's literally no better than those uh, facsimile uh, autos on cards. I agree. I agree. What up, Henry? How's it going? Uh, I do have a question for the chat. Are you someone who doesn't necessarily dabble in NFTs right now, and would you consider it via this tops thing? Because if Top sees people that aren't in the NFTs coming into this, they're going to just start to make these things up the wazoo. And if they do that, the first runs of these things will probably carry great value. Um, and question, how many months How many months until Slabstocks makes a post about a Mike Trout legendary exclusive um, that sold for $400,000 or something like that? It'll be interesting you, you to see. It's coming. I, I mean, honestly, I, I wonder how fast these things will sell out and if the system's going to crash. I mean, let's be honest. A hundred bucks for people that are like really into NFTs to get some of these like epic exclusive potentially, you know, type of things. That's probably nothing to these people that are willing to spend like $2,000 on a digital top shot or NFT as it is. Hey, this is a good point. If you missed out on Top Shot, you're probably trying to get into the next wave, which would be this, right? I guess so, yeah. I, I'm curious as to what these NFT projects mean for Tops's other affiliate digital things. Tops Bunt, Tops Kick for soccer cards. Those technically, I don't think, are backed by blockchain. Because I know you can transfer them, but it isn't instant transfer based on buying as people have to sell them on eBay. So reading NFT definition on, on Google, it doesn't it says it's backed by a blockchain. You know, like that's what makes an NFT an NFT is that it's a token that's on the market and it instantly transfers ownership and attracts it, all that stuff. So if Tops really sees this take off, like these NFT releases, do they just scrap? Their bunt apps? Do they just scrap their tops kick apps? I've seen people spending hundreds of dollars on these digital cards now on tops bunt and tops kick, the soccer one. If that didn't resonate with people, I'm uh I'm very curious to see what happens because if they if they hit it big on this thing going through the blockchain with wax, I can't see them just flood the market with all their other like free releases that they did. Through Bunt, because you could get on there, you can get coins and open free packs and stuff, and then maybe you get lucky and get an early Holland or something, or a Mike Trout, and you might have sold it on eBay, which is great. Like, congrats and stuff. And I'm sure there might be some short term money to make there, but uh, that could cripple those things if they really do go this route of these wax release NFT packs and, and payment. I'm sure with how well this is probably going to do, I don't think they care. I'm not saying that they care. I'm talking about the people who are spending oh, hundreds of the people that have already spent money on Top's Kick or um, dude. There's there's the Panini, there's, 
whatever. Yeah, Panini Blitz, Panini uh, Dunk. There's real, there's real people spending real hundreds of dollars on those cards on those apps that through eBay, and then they have to transfer the ownership by hand to those people. And if they make those things obsolete by not somehow incorporating or transitioning, that could really be rough for people. Or they transition them and then they make a ton of money if these things take off. I guess it's a risky game to play, right? I think what would be cool, since, I mean, I like what they did with the cards for Top Series 1 here, but again, it's Top Series 1. I think it would be cool if they made a set that was just... um. It was just, you know, a, a, a new a new tops card that is not the top series one image. And yeah. then when you click on the card, the video actually plays with inside the card of whatever is happening in the card. Now that is an idea there. That is an idea there. Like you know, Mike Trout's 2011 update. It's actually yeah. got like the image, but then it just like freezes it as he's hitting it. Now the difference is, is that the video and the photography aren't the same cut, but you could play that video to where it would just like flip it over and then play the video from that hit type of thing um because you know i don't think i think people it, it's weird because i feel like some people like the moments in nba top shot but most people just find it stupid because it's like youtube um and i think p some people will probably like the card aspect so i feel like maybe if you combine both but not in top series one i don't think top series one like I don't think them making an NFT for every physical set they do, making an NFT for every, or making an NFT set for every physical set they do is the answer because that would be no. ridiculous. No, I think you, they have to get creative, and I really want to see them tie tangible cards to digital cards. I mean, you buy the digital card and you get the tangible card of that digital card in your hand. That's their path to resonating with the, their customer base right now. Yeah, um, and also I, uh, I just want to make it clear. That I I'm not really a huge fan of the whole NFT thing. I am much more of a give me the card in my hand. I want it. I want the slab. I want to be able to store it together. I want to be able to look at them in my hands. Uh, that's where I'm at. But I think what really finally got me at least talking about this with you all now is the tops announcement. I mean, being able to share that type of thing um, and talk about this, I think is important because I, I do really think that there's going to be people spending money on this. And, th and it's not to say that I'm trying to tell people to spend money. I just think that people will. <laughs> Um, I think this is big. They get a royalty on every secondary sale of their NFTs. They are planning to uh, NFTs the apps. Or, uh, now, if they're making their own app, right? Wait, are you talking about Wax right now? Tops and whatever they're using. Yeah, Wax. So if they have their own app, right, and they have the buying and selling of these, that cuts out eBay completely. And it cuts out anywhere else. Into And so then Tops finally figure out how to secure secondary market profits when before they would just sell the cards and they never saw money after that point, right? You sell the boxes and all of the secondary money that's made from these boxes, Tops does not get a single ounce of. Now with this, they have an ability to always make money consistently. Yeah, and, th and that's just given the marketplace and if Tops strikes a deal with them, like, mm -hmm. hey, we need two point, like 1.1% of each sale or something, which honestly they would have a ton of leverage on because Wax would be like, yes, please, let me host your digital NFTs, you know, like tops. So like, I think that that would probably be a thing too. This is hilarious. I love uh, Will's comment here. Do you have something similar for soccer referring to Nate's uh, Slab Stocks 101 baseball series? I just found a couple short six to eight minute clips. Maybe I just missed the extensive lecture series from Professor Aaron. Um, 
you did not. I didn't do a, one of those huge lectures like Nate did, like 40 minutes of breaking down all the different cards, all the different sets. I did two different things, though. Uh, one was in Slab Stocks 101 playlist. You'll find it on our YouTube channel. It's called Soccer Cards. That's a really quick synopsis. And then also, if you go way back and look at in August, I was like, why you should buy soccer cards right now? It's got, I think, 15,000 views on YouTube now or something. Uh, that video, I break down a bunch of different sets and cards at the very end of the video. Uh, so worth watching there. And also, that video worked out very well. Okay. And also, here's the one from Alan. Cuts out grading as well. That's another good point. You don't have to worry about, can I afford that grading? Where should I grade it? Will I get it back in in uh, in 10 months, 12 months, a year? You know, For, forever? 12 months in a year is the same thing, but, you know, whatever. Um, now, here's, here's what they should do. They should make digitally imperfect ones. Bad corner. Clearly a scratch on the surface. And then... Secretly, they form their own NFT grading company where you can send in your uh, your tops card, NFT cards, and get them graded, and then just get the whole process going, but under one umbrella. So, so you're telling me that they will like by algorithm say which cards are perfect, which cards are dinged. Oh my! Could you imagine if they actually took the entire card collecting hobby as it is right now and turned it digital? And 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 they take every one of one printed, you know, the legendary exclusive one of ones, and they make sure that like ninety percent of them are off center, just to be accurate. <laughs> like my custom hero that you pulled. Yeah, things got like ninety five five centering, <laughs> but still got a nine somehow. Yeah, I know. I could not believe that. I thought I was going to get like a nine OC or like what, a seven. <laughs> must have been must have been tens on everything else. Had to have been. Why couldn't they? Or and that makes me think of the Herbert optic. Gold vinyl also. This I got a seven. I bet you if the hero went in now, the hero would for sure get a seven or eight now. It, I, I know this is an NFT talk, but it blows my mind. There's only one. I assume it's one big sheet or a couple of sheets of the one ones right? All printed on the same sheet. You would think that if it's a one one they'd take their time to make sure it's cut yep. out. I think the same exact thing. When you're printing one-off cards you would make sure that it's done to the best of the best. I know you can't control after that what happens to the corners, what happens to the surface, especially when players are signing. But the one thing you can control is the centering. <laughs> you think you'd do it, right? Yeah. All right, let's hop back to the presentation, which is going to get wrapped up here. We're going to move into some Q&A and some actual sports card talk because, honestly, that was a bit too much digital talk for myself. It It is – it, I know it's for some people, and I know there's a lot of people that are like, I missed out on this, so I'm going to get in on tops now to try to make that money, and I'm sure they're going to make money. But literally yeah. zero interest in it. Yeah, I I couldn't I couldn't see myself going. Like, imagine the people signing onto there and spending a thousand. Especially because more. if I'm buying stuff in the plans of selling it in like 20 years, if I don't have a physical copy, guaranteed I will forget. Like what email I use, what password I use, <laughs> everything. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. All right. Let's move on from the NFT talk. Last week, one box prism first off the line yielded the two best red number dot 299. I could not believe that within like three packs of each other. LeBron and LaMelo is insane. I was very excited about that and him for some great customers. But tomorrow we are back with another breaks day. Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. 
We are ripping some fun stuff. Uh, actually, that 2004 Topps Chrome is for Thursday of this week, but this 2020 Select Euro Hobby, I think, has nine packs left, and that's supposed to be open tomorrow. So if you're looking for a way to get some select cards before the Euro this summer, which starts in June, maybe hit an Mbappe or Ronaldo, draw Felix, Jaden Sancho. We're opening those boxes tomorrow. So go to slabsex.com slash shop to find some packs and join our live stream right here tomorrow where you're watching this live stream, except it's at 3 p.m. Eastern time. We'll be talking Champions League all live stream. Question. Well, yeah, Nate. I feel like I don't hear anything about Felix. I don't know how to say his first name. Uh, I feel like I heard a lot about him, and now all I hear about is Mbappe and Holland and Fatih and now the junior kid because he scored two goals and Pulisic. And yeah. uh, the guys like Marcus Rashford and uh, so he uh, kind of like his first year. His first, so he moved to Atletico Madrid, much bigger club than he is at, and he's pretty bad his first year. Now they played a really defensive style of play. You can probably tell that all this information is accumulated from my few soccer friends that know way more than me because I would never be able to figure this out. So what I heard was they play very defensive minded. He's a you know goal scorer creator in the front, and he didn't really have a chance to shine. They brought in Luis Suarez. You know him. You I know, know him. Luis Suarez. He has got a ton of goals this year, and Madrid is Atletico Madrid's now number one in the table for La Liga, barely, barely above. No, actually, they might be number two now, or they're number one because Real Madrid just beat Barcelona last week. Either way, regardless, Felix is playing much better this year than last year, but. And his cards are now much more expensive than last year, too. I mean, his base PSA 10 from Top Scrums is like 900 bucks right now. Oh. Um, the reason why I probably haven't heard as much is because Madrid's not in the Champions League right now. They didn't make it to the quarterfinals of Top 16. All those other guys you named are <laughs> and are playing well. Yeah. So Wait, that's so the Champions, reason Champions League, I feel like I kind of understand it. It's teams from all leagues across Europe. Yes, so it's it's comprised of a bunch of different teams across Europe. Basically, what they do is they take the top four from the Premier League from the year prior, top four from La Liga, top four from Bundesliga, top four from Liga One, which is the French league, top four from Syria, which is Italian league. But and the French all- league's terrible, so they get destroyed every time. Uh yeah, other than PSG. <laughs> um, but then they also take a couple of their teams. They take like the one that the team that won Europa, the Europa League which is like the league below Champions League where everyone else plays if they don't make Champions League. And then there is a couple other places. Like there's, there was a Ukrainian team last year in it, uh, Shakhtar. There, like there's a there, – one time I think it might have been an Israeli team, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. They take a team from a couple different places. Honestly, I don't have the whole Champions League qualifying stuff down or the World uh, Cup qualifying stuff down. It's very confusing. Uh, but I got the basis of – who um, makes it? But not everyone. I don't know why everyone makes it. So do they take do they do they take MLS teams? No. <laughs> wow. Then how can you say world champ? That's like that's like uh, uh, an MLB team com- proclaiming themselves World Series winners or uh, or you know world champs in football or something when you don't play the whole world because all the other all the other teams are irrelevant when it's compared to the the teams in Europe. <laughs> Yeah, but one time an MLS team signed like Wayne Rooney. So, yeah, that's after their career is finished in Europe. It's retirement league. I know. All right. 
Questions. Submit a question in the live chat now. Sports car question, and we will go through these things rapid fire and see what we can muster up for you all. Baseball, basketball, football, soccer, whatever you all want to ask, go for it. Grading, <laughs> values, PSA 10, all that stuff. It's been Bazooka a rough Tom is not having a good night. <laughs> hey, you know what, uh, Bazooka Tom, I'm right there with you. Uh, those are two things that I am very much not interested in. Though I did just make a little money off of a soccer card the other day. So <laughs> there you go. Somewhat interested. Uh, Bazooka Tom, I can assure you that we will not bring up Tops NFTs for a bit here, at least until there's a massive sale. We'll at least talk about that a little bit. <laughs> what are your opinions on printing plates? I've always thought the printing plates were kind of cool. Like when I was younger, I'm like, oh, a printing plate, like one of four. They use these four plates to print the cards everyone has. Like, that's pretty cool, you know? Printing plates get no love. No love in the market. And I don't know if they ever will. I still think they're kind of neat. Nate, any thoughts? I mean, cool to get a one-on-one. Outside of that, I mean, I, I kind of understand why they don't get love. It's it's not a card, right? It's right. It's metal. Right. So. Uh, card club 9 two are you guys in soccer stickers at all uh no no i'm you know i i've only owned about three stickers in my life one was the panini foot mbappe psa 8.5 2016 and then two were early holland stickers which looked really good and i didn't psa them. i sold them raw for like triple my money i bought them for like 20 dollars each probably and I think a PSA 10 last sold at like 8K maybe and a 9.5 for like 4K or something. So, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not super into stickers, honestly. I'm a card guy through and through. That's what I've been collecting my entire life. Um, I really love different variations and sets and parallels and autographs and stuff. And that's just me. I mean, I know other people like stickers. I'm not saying people can't invest in stickers or shouldn't buy stickers, but that's just not my game. Uh Oliver, thoughts on Luke Shaw? Not going to lie. I could not provide you any more information. You probably know yourself. So uh, I'll divert Google on that one. Um, Here's a good one. Here's an interesting. Tatis, a sell or hold if you are into a Topps Chrome Auto fairly cheap. I feel like he is going to come back, have lingering issues in his shoulder, and have a crap year and then surgery. Um, I mean, there is there is some uh, a fair concern there is that, you know, he may come back. His shoulder may not fully heal, and his timing and hitting will be off. And all of a sudden, you look up at the end of the year, and he probably has you know home runs because he'll run into some. But other than that, his average could be down on base percentage could be down if he's that injured. Um, errors could be up in the field, and so uh, if that happens, you know there 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 could definitely be a drop in price. That being said, is Tatis one of the guys that I'm willing right now? Um. I mean, when he got up to like, when he got really hot, his name got really hot in the off season. I would have been willing to like sell a couple and then buy back later, inevitably when the price is dropped. But right now, coming off of an injury, would I sell hoping to buy lower if he comes back injured? I don't think I want to bet against Tatis uh, playing poorly, even though there are, there's probably somewhat decent odds there. Um, Tatis is not the guy I'd bet against. Keep talking, Nate. Oh, okay. Um, there was another. There was another question here. Oh, I like this one actually. Why don't 
we have redemptions for memorabilia like jerseys and signed balls and bats. Um, for one, was it Leaf or Upper Deck has a series where you get a box and it's got a jersey or a helmet or something in it. I don't remember Leaf. who it is. Leaf for sure. Um, so that's you know that's pretty cool, and I've seen some major major stuff come out of there. Um, I think Brewtown got a DK Metcalf signed jersey, which obviously isn't like super, super exciting per se. I don't know how much the box is worth, right? But that'd be cool. Um, that being said, um, that's a probably a pretty good idea. I mean, I'm sure Tops has a bajillion uh, signed baseballs and, you know, signed bats and um, signed jerseys and stuff lying around. But if you are a card collector who wants cards, and your auto redemption is for a baseball. I'd be hacked, man. Probably, that'd probably be pretty disappointing. Yeah, I, I, it would have to be very something very ex- explicit it, where you're guaranteed one baseball per box, like redemption, as like with yeah. your cards as well. Now, if they did a redemption where it was a signed bat or signed cleats or a signed bag, right, second base or um, something cool, but if it was just a signed baseball, signed helmet, right, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here, here we are. I'm going to screen share one more time here. I said I will never talk about NFTs again. I did not say that, but he's a liar. Uh, T206 guy asked, uh, T206 asked, what's up with Top Shot? And he's wondering, what's the place that actually shows you like what's going on? So this is Crypto Slam. And here it is, like the last 24 hour change, it appears that it's up 152 percent i saw it was down like a lot the last time um i have no idea what the heck i'm reading here what the heck i'm looking at but you asked me where do you see it and this is where you see it so you can go look up more for yourself after the stream um i just wanted to point you in the direction so i have nothing to add right now but uh crypto slam that's where you can go see uh see that (laughs) um who do you think the top 2021 Top series one rookie to get is um it's gotta be it's gotta be Alec Baum. I know Dylan Carlson has some home runs in there, but uh if you're going anybody, you gotta go, you gotta go Alec Baum. He's clearly like the safest choice uh out of speaking everyone. Of, speaking of the safest choice, he's the safest player for a player that's never touched the bag. <laughs> that's true. Did not touch home. Got called safe. <laughs> Isn't that um, insane? Uh that that well, robot umps are coming at some point. Uh, it, it is there is top series one is interesting, though, if I can digress off this question a little bit. And that outside of like, um, you know, your Alec bombs and stuff, you've got a ton of upside guys that if a Pache explodes, if a Monte Harrison explodes, if a Joe Adele explodes, you know, you can get those cards pretty cheap right now. And if you just bank on one of them finally finding their, you know, finding their athletic upside and exploding. You talk about getting in cheap on a guy. Usually it's hard to do nowadays. Like quarterbacks come out and maybe you can get kind of cheap on Tua. You get like a prism for 40 bucks and maybe bank on him. Right. But it's a risk. Um, You can get in significantly cheaper on some of these really high upside baseball players. And if you hit on one of them, be sitting pretty. Of course, that comes with the caveat that there is, you know, probably – 50,000, 60, 70,000 top series one cards of each of these guys. Yeah. 
Pueden hablar en español. ¿Cómo estás, Isabella? Tengo hambre, mucho hambre. That's all I got right now. Wait, wait, what did that say? Google Translate. I, I understood en español. It, it's can you talk in Spanish? And so oh. how's it going, Isabella? I'm very hungry. Uh, comida. That's food, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thoughts on Alex Morgan cards. Uh, I think great in terms of potential female investments, considering she's in male produce sports card sets. I think that's actually dynamite, is that she has cards in 2017 select, cards in immaculate. That is huge. And I think it really helps her cards to be able to have people who spend money on majority male sports cards have those cards in the same sets that they're already buying is really, really big. Well, Joey M, you should be buying Monte Harrison just for the sake of it because that's sweet. And you can get it. I bet you could get like a gold foil for two bucks, you know? Then go get it signed. Get that gold foil signed in like, I don't know, silver ink or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. (laughs) Wait, wait. (laughs) Love that you guys are begrudgingly begrudgingly covering NFTs. Not sure you hate more sports card NFTs or BGS. (laughs) Um, If you you talk to one of the guys in the YouTube comments, it's Arstidas Aquino. That's who I hate the most. Oh, I think I brought him up a couple times. I read that. I hate Arsenis Aquino. I just, I just hate that people spent like oodles and oodles and oodles of money on him when he got hot, and everyone could see, everyone and their moms could see that there was going to be money lost there. I don't know why people watch your video and look at it like you were like saying these dudes stink for some reason when really it was like, hey, if a guy rises two hundred three or two thousand percent in three days, (laughs) it's probably a sell. You know. Yeah. There's not many guys in baseball I don't like. Um, to name a few, uh, Yadier Molina, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Paul DeYoung, Tommy Edmond. Um, list keeps going. Oh, wait, those are all Cardinals. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, hey, pretty nice start to the season, though. And Corbin Burns, that is nice. It's I'm almost a- like somebody did a video. They talked about Corbin Burns and how the defense behind him and everything was going to be amazing, and he's probably going to win a Cy Young. And I wonder who that was. Oh, Aaron, you're frozen, or maybe I'm frozen. Was that me? I can't decide I, if you were frozen I, or if I was frozen. Can you hear me? I think I'm frozen. Oh, yeah, you're a little frozen. Yeah, uh, Monte Harrison's brother does play in the NBA. I remember in a G League game, he had like a huge dunk or something. Uh, 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 was his name Shaq? Yes, yes, it is Shaq. Yep, Shaq Harrison. Nice. First million-dollar card from a normal box? I don't know what a – are you saying like something now? I think it's Erling Holland's Super Fractor out of one of one, which was just surfaced over this past weekend, actually. Um, I think that's probably one of the highest – valued you know uh card out of the last two years that's been produced i don't but know also, how you could get i don't know if it wasn't zion i don't know how you could get any higher all right it without it being holland 
Yeah. Well, I think that I think Zion would have like if if that Zion logo man auto NT was pulled and sold, I think it would be like the million dollar card. But it hasn't been pulled yet or is never produced and jokes on us. <laughs> wait, wait, really? Dude, that card's never surfaced. The National Treasure Zion logo man auto one of one. Uh, wait, I'm 99% sure of this. Or am I dumb right now and did Shine I, or Shane, whatever, post it to his page? I think it's I Shine. Know. That's what Jamil's been saying. I can't load his feed right now. Is Instagram down? Potential. Uh, I might. I don't know, actually. I don't remember. So. Okay, that makes sense. Normal doesn't have to be modern, just not something from Flawless or national treasures oh, or yeah so that that's my point erling holland from tops chrome those boxes released at 150 bucks a box tops chrome bundesliga now they're like some three thousand five hundred four thousand dollars a box but that card potential million dollar card this is like who do you think is a better buy for first year bowman cj abrams or marco luciano that's like going to a movie theater and saying you can either buy a large popcorn or a large soda but not both you kind of need both, right, for your movie watching experience. <laughs> and um, I don't want to choose between C.J. Abrams or Mark Luciano because I think they're both going to be amazing, and I don't think you can go wrong with either. That being said, begrudgingly, if I have to choose one, it's Marco Luciano because that pop is and that bat speed and those exit velocities are like second to none out of shortstop and in the minors. Nate, that was like the most Nate response ever. <laughs> Popcorn and large soda at a movie theater. Mm, I haven't had soda forever. I miss it. Is this about uh, is this about stocks or crypto? Neither sports cards, but kind of crypto. If you talk, think about our NFT conversation, which is uh, once in a blue moon. Uh, what's your favorite card you own right now? Ooh. Hank Aaron ninety or Hank Aaron nineteen fifty four rookie PSA three or Mbappe Kaboom or Kobe Refractor two thousand eight tops Chrome it's probably my top three favorite. There's there's so many others too. Like I, I just can't and there's so many cards I love. It's impossible to name them all. <laughs> Nate's got that Frank Mason though Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Oh, I just card. saw it the other day. What did I do with it? I don't think I'm going to be able to find it quick enough. It go. It says go Jayhawks on it. It's inscripted. And a guy from the national gave it to me and I was shooting a video at the time. And I was so like, like, well, somebody's talking to me. How do they know my name that I never got the guy's name? And I felt guilty about it ever since. Can you believe that we had like 4,000 followers on that Instagram and someone actually like came up to you and knew you're a Jayhawk fan. It was awesome. I hope everyone on here now comes up to me and knows me I'm a Jack fan and decides to give me their crap Jayhawk cards. I'm just going to say trash cards. <laughs> if you got any Sfi Mikhail Luke and you want to and you're going to toss them into the garbage, toss them my way instead. Yeah, the garbage still. <laughs> with skateboarding being added to the Summer Olympics for the first time ever, what are your thoughts on skateboarding cards? Uh, I'm not even going to try it that first name. Actually, I will. Nija Hudson is competing for the U.S. and is apparently the next Tony Hawk. Honestly, anything that there's people that like the sport and know of cards, um, they can go up in value. Hey, skateboarding, rollerblading, all that type of stuff is making a comeback. I think it's all the kids that uh, didn't grow up in the 90s, early 2000s that probably like had older siblings that were like, yeah, that was sweet. 
or you know they didn't get to watch Rocket Power and they didn't have Tony Hawk Pro Skater on PS One <laughs> or on the Game Boy. Um, all those kids are probably like, man, I really wanted to live in that era, and it's it's making a comeback. Oh, we you go walking around like Eau Claire, there's kids all over the place skateboarding. That's crazy. Yeah. Is early Holland's club rookie card the ones for Salzburg or Dortmund since he moved a few games into his first season? So this is a question that's debated by a lot of people. So his finest Salzburg kit card is expensive. It's a card worth buying. I personally would not choose that over some of his Dortmund cards. I'm a much bigger fan of Topps from Bundesliga, a much bigger fan of Topps from Sapphire. He also has the Topps now in his a uh, Salzburg kid from his hat trick in the Champions League. I actually have that card as a 9-5. Uh, the 10's about to sell for like, I don't know, some ridiculous amount, 15-20K of that card. But um, that, I would say, if you have to choose, I'd say go between Sapphire and Bundesliga. Um, honestly, the finest Salzburg kid card just doesn't look that good. That's just my personal opinion. Thoughts on upcoming Panini Obsidian soccer? I like it a lot. It's the second year of Obsidian. I think Obsidian for soccer is much better than other sports. Um, I also like that they're bringing out some new rookie cards in this checklist. I know that Zach from our soccer, uh, Slapstocks FC, is from Premier Soccer Investing as well on Instagram, he's going to cover the checklist. I think it's upcoming video. Um, I'm pretty excited about it, though. Um, game day trading, quick quick i don't know if aaron has time probably not he's very busy but if you wanted to shoot me a dm at slap stocks nate i could probably uh jump on there with you i know i'm not as exciting a get as aaron but uh i could do that for you maybe we can look into having like a guest on a live show sometime that'd be cool actually we should look into doing it at some point here pretty soon wouldn't be too hard either actually it's pretty easy to bring in a guest kick a guest out well, so, you know, we're we're always trying to be mindful of any kids that are watching, so it's yeah. kind of hard to control what other people say. Well, right. I mean, that they'd have to be known before that you can't come on and just swear up a storm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I just picked up a Simone Biles rookie. Thoughts on Olympic pickups, Nate? You just went sorting through all my old cards. What did, what did you find? Oh, did we find we, we well we found Phelps right? Well, what other cards do we find? It was from the 2012 Olympic set, which I believe was Simone Biles' card, first Olympic card two. Please tell me I'm right. But it was Michael Phelps, Maya Moore, Carly Lloyd, silver, oh, yeah. gold or something. Um, yeah, pretty cool cards, though. Yeah. As a all Olympic set. I opened those things at the super small bookshop in uh, Hayward, Wisconsin. <laughs> was, that, was that like they only had that, so you bought it? Dude, it, they had like that and probably a little bit of Pokemon or something. And at the time, I'm like not buying that. So I was like, give me some Olympic cards. And it was right as the Olympics were going too. Uh, 2016. I can't so, believe it. So I feel like it was a gymnast, but I don't know who it was. Who? Was somebody. You had somebody. You had some. I don't Allie know. Allie Raisman? Maybe. Uh, that might have been it. Yeah. Gabby Douglas. All right. Any other questions? Otherwise, we're going to probably be wrapping up here pretty soon. Thoughts on top stock? You going to buy any? Had a good day today based on FT news. I'm not a stock guy myself. I buy sports cards. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I do think that – I do think if you're prospecting on a stock, um, I thought when CLCT went off the stock market, that was pretty – 
like tough for people that were looking to buy into the sports car market without buying sports cards. So this is huge news that there's going to be a publicly traded sports card company because a lot of people I know don't know anything about sports cards, but believe in what we're doing here, you know, and want to be along for the ride in some capacity. That's the easiest way to do it, honestly. Question. Yeah. So once you become public, you have a board to answer to, right? And you have investors to answer to. Yep. And you need to make money. Yep. And of course, Tops is making money, but there's now probably no limits they will go to making money, which includes printing massive, massive, massive volumes of cards. If you think Tops Series 1 is bad, how bad is Tops Series 1 2022 going to get? Well, Series 1 has been the highest printed baseball card set ever, I think. I literally think. Oh, actually, just kidding. I know there's those complete sets from back in the day that there's so many of, but like recently, post-2000, probably the highest produced top set ever. Yeah. And so there's going to be a lot of people to answer to for tops now. It's and that, that's my worry is that they're going to not only, you know, they already started it. They're already coming out with Bowman first edition for every Bowman product, right? First edition and then Bowman baseball. First edition, Chrome. First edition, Draft. And now they're doing Bowman Chrome Sapphire Baseball, right? Bowman Chrome Sapphire for Bowman Chrome. Bowman Chrome Sapphire for Draft. Um, and uh, Topps Heritage Chrome. And Topps Allen Ginter Chrome. And Stadium Club Chrome. Not only are they, like, endlessly putting boxes and new product in front of our faces constantly, stuff that I couldn't care less about buying, but now it's just going to get so much worse where it's just. Plus you might see uh, some different ways of distribution and raising prices and stuff like, you know, raising the potential, like cutting out distributors even more and then raising prices direct to consumer going through tops only, you know, like, and do you know who that's going to hurt? That's going to hurt the hobby shops that rely on this distributors to get their product. You know, if they take away so much allocation and then sell it direct to the consumer through tops.com, which they 100% can, yeah. they'll hurt the hobby shops. So we'll see. Now, um, they might not because of the, you know, distributor is nice because you don't have to deal with the <laughs> distribution. If they go right to consumer, they have to hire a lot more people to take on that task of getting well, everything ready. And, Nate, and I agree. But they individuals. Did. I agree, but they've already been doing that more and more over the past year and a half. But it's one thing to do it more and more. It's another thing to do it for every single product you release. Oh, sure. I agree with you, but I'm just saying that they could cut out like so much that it starts to shut down some shops. And if they do that, it'll be interesting seeing Tops always kind of like the good old faithful card brand, you know, like I've been saying, always, you know, baseball card first type of thing, investment second. Um, it'll be interesting to see what that does. Hey, I have a I have a theory on a card shop I want to open up here in Eau Claire because there's one in the mall, but it's kind of rinky dink and <laughs> um I want to open up one downtown Eau Claire. So if anybody wants to bankroll me for this, if you're watching this, you can bankroll me. Please and thank you. Um downtown Eau Claire, it is both a co- a card shop and a bar, but then also an arcade. And then, and then you can uh, spend money on the arcade and win tickets to get free boxes and stuff. But that's just like a little part for the kids. And then you got the guys drinking their beer and spending all their money on cards because they're drinking beer. And then they're spending money on cards. And then they're drinking more beer because they either did poorly or did well. 
Uh, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's excellent. It sounds like a very uh, backwards way of just making money off of people for degenerate stuff. Oh, so, Nate's got oh, his first I've, got, I've got three guys. Come on, everyone. Let, let's go. If you're interested in helping Nate start that up, email Nate at Slapstocks.com. <laughs> Just kidding. I can't let Nate go and spend time on that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, it cannot happen. <laughs> Coming to Dallas in May for the card show. Actually, yes, we are. And that means that Nate is too. And also Miami, May 1st and 2nd. I really encourage you to go if you want to take a weekend trip to Miami and go to an amazing card show. This is going to be much bigger than the last card show. We have a booth. We'll be set up. Nate will be there as well. Nate, what would you call I, it? I will be there. Now, that is I – have, I have not gone that far. But maybe I'll set up a GoFundMe, and if we can raise like a million dollars, we'll start. All right, last question for the day. Nate, Game of Thrones cards, buy or sell? Buy. Bye. There's going to be new Game of Thrones content coming out, and you've seen it with Star Wars, right? Um, they exploded the Star Wars universe. I expect them, and they're going to be doing it with Lord of the Rings, and I expect I expect them to inundate you with so much Game of Thrones. It's not even going to be funny. There's going to be spinoff shows of spinoff shows, um, and I think it's going to be huge. There you go. You heard from the man himself, Game of Thrones fanatic, Nate. All right. Let's wrap it up, everyone. Thank you so much for watching today's live. Thank you for th sending in questions in the comments. Thank you for in uh, interacting with the NFT conversation, which uh, I'm almost a little glad that we got into those sports car questions earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Next week, Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern time for the breaks on Tuesday on the YouTube Live. We will see everyone then. We will see everyone next week. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy some sports cards. And Nate's got one more thing. And if you want to start a business venture with me in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, DM me. Let's do this. <laughs> I have no money, though, so you'll have to fund the whole thing. <laughs> Just what people want to hear. All right, guys. See ya.